0: What is going on, folks? Welcome to the big dudes in the trenches. And it's my favorite time of year. It's mock draft time. Yes, this is the third live mock draft that we are going to be doing. Um, kind of like uh, I don't know if we're I don't know if I should say we're going to do four or if I should just say I mean. There will be three of them in total, technically. Uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of weird. It's complicated enough that we're going to need to talk about it a little bit in detail before we get started here. Also, okay with this. if you hadn't noticed, which I would be surprised at this point, uh, Bug's not here just yet. He will display. be here, though. Eventually. Maybe. He'll think about it. Uh, which, personally, I appreciate
1: the thought we We kind of need him though, so if yeah, if he's listening, I would appreciate that he decides to join us.
0: That would be ideal, uh, but why do we need him? That's a fair question before we actually get there, though, we just found this out today. um we know who's attending the draft now it's only seventeen players this seems interesting to me enough that i wanted to stop a mock draft show and talk about this a little bit um i know you called us out in the discord which people can join for more discussion on things like this but it seems like fewer and fewer players are getting invited recently uh doesn't seem like it was that long ago we had a full green room of like 30 dudes so
1: you saying... had more than that because you had guys that were slipping and the people they were picking were still on the in the green room. Um part of me wonders, because I haven't seen a good draft in terms of that, a good attended draft since they left Rocket City. Since they left the music hall. I wonder if that has something to play something to do with it.
0: Maybe. Maybe. I mean Gosh, I don't know what kind of green room you're going to have set up in Kansas City. So <laughs> maybe, it's... maybe it's just. Yeah, no, coming. exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, we got the draft coming up in two weeks. We are very excited. In the meantime, we have an entire mock draft to work through. This is 3.0. There will be a part two to this mock draft. But before we get to that rule, we'll Let's talk about the rest of it. Uh, Same as before, we will do a coin flip to determine which of us Doug slash Tug gets to pick. Whether they want to go first or second. Uh, We'll do that at the beginning of each round of this mock draft. We're not just doing a single round this time. So we'll keep flipping and mixing it up.
1: I like it. I like it. Because now I can't pick somebody going, hey, if I think he's a good fit in this position, but I think he's going to fall to me at the next pick, I might not have him. Right,
0: number two, biggest reason we need tug.
1: He's I'm here. I'm here.
0: Yeah, biggest biggest reason we need bug. He is our he's our tug keeper. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we're only bug's gonna, not
1: here. I tend to just leave. <laughs> uh,
0: we we are limiting ourselves to approximately five minutes per pick in the first round here. The next episode of this mock draft, we will have about three minutes per pick. Try to shorten things up a little bit. I assume we won't have as much analysis as we get deep in around three, I'm sure. Um, But there we said it. It's going to be the three-round mock draft in total. I kind of want to jump ahead to rule number five here because this will be the first round only next week. Will be rounds side. two and three. In go ahead. As a continuation, it'll be as if round one just happened. Rounds two and three exactly based off of what happened in this round one today. Yep.
1: Now, what I was going to say is, isn't there a chance, based on how efficiently you and I draft, if we're not taking the full five minutes, is there a chance that we go to round two today? I know we had spitballed it. Screw it. Let's let's decide it on air right now. Is there any chance we go round two today? If say we get through round one in say under an hour and a half. First of all, I kind of don't think that'll happen,
0: and second of all, <laughs> second of all, I'm not willing to go two and a half hours tonight. I do have to work in the morning. That's uh, fair. <laughs> but next week we'll be speed. We'll speed it up a little bit. And rounds two and three together next week. Now, we have a couple more rules. In the first two mock drafts we did live on air, trades were not allowed. No longer the case. Trades are a reality of the league. They need to be included in any semblance of realism uh, or in any kind of craziness that we feel like getting up to. But trades are definitely allowed, are actually kind of encouraged. Um, they can be initiated by any of the three of us, Doug, Tug or bug here can initiate a trade any way they want to. Now we don't have to accept, or we don't have to even agree to actually start negotiating, but anybody, any one of us can offer a trade at any time. Now, think of it this way. If I win the coin toss and I decide I want odds, I get number one, three, five, seven. I can make a an offer to trade up from number seven to number one if I wanted to. However, I don't get to negotiate with myself because we want to at least try to make it a little bit fair and reasonable trades. of the time, there will be a third party involved in this. Uh, Bug will be the adversarial negotiator. I love it. Make sure we keep things a little bit
1: fair here. Where where Uh, this gets fun is if you try to trade up to one of my picks, that takes me out of the argument for completing that trade. However, I then make that pick that you just traded up for.
0: Yes. Uh, To reiterate that, same kind of example. I have the odds here. Tug's picking at number two. I try to trade up from seven. Uh, I don't get to pick at number two just because that used to be one of my teams. That's still Tug's pick now. I just I negotiated with Bug to move up to number two. And now Tug still makes that pick at number two. So this is going to be pretty wild. It's going to keep us on our, all on our toes and it's going to make for some interesting
1: decisions, I'm sure. No, absolutely. It's going to be it's going to be a fun time. That, that alone, that right there is what's going to make this fun. Because you could be planning to trade up to, say, four, thinking, hey, I'm going to take a defensive end here. Will Anderson still on the board? And I just go ahead and off the rails go pick somebody else that you weren't even expecting. Um, maybe a waste of a trade up. We don't know.
0: I will say, though, if any of the three of us like completely object to a trade happening, say, no, this is completely unrealistic. There's 0% chance of this happening. Why in the world would X move down at all? There's a player that fits perfectly here. We can stop it from happening, too. We're not going to go that far off the rails.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're not just going to... Th- this is not MLB The Show 23 it forced trades on. You cannot just trade whenever you want.
0: I mean, technically, we will have forced trades on because we control every team in the yeah, Mock Draft will, Simulator.
1: But we will also have Commissioner, <laughs> commissioner Void Authorities. <clears throat>
0: and that's another good point that I didn't read off of rule number two. If we run out of time, the whole point of having a time limit here is to keep us honest, if we run out of time, we will be forced to select whoever our Mock Draft Simulator of choice tells us we're supposed to be taking. For the purposes of this mock draft and the other mock drafts we've done live so far this year, we will be using Pro Football Focus. They have kind of the cleanest, simplest layout for streaming purposes. So, congratulations to PFF for being the most basic and palatable. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's 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 the way.
1: Can, can it I reiterate? Works. Hold on, hold on. Can I reiterate why it's actually a punishment if you have to take who PFF recommends? Feel free. Their their ranking system is is so bad. Uh, I don't know why. I, I team just,
0: needs are wrong. Their team
1: yeah. needs are wrong. Everything. Every team in the league needs a wide receiver. Oh yeah. Well, like, of course. A wide receiver and a DB are the two biggest team needs in the NFL this year, uh, according to PFF. Um, I,
0: well, and honestly, if you think about it, every team needs at least like four of those guys, so it kind
1: of makes sense. But but here's here's <laughs> the thing: it is the easiest to read on a screen. It is the in, in terms of a stream, it's the easiest to stream with. If yeah. you're looking to run your own mock drafts, I'm not going to tell you to go to the Draft Network, but I'm going to tell you that's what I personally use. I'll tell you straight up: I pay for the Draft <laughs> Network. It's awesome. Uh,
0: GDN is incredible. And I highly recommend all of their analysis, actually. They do some really good scouting work, too. Um, Huge shout-out to the Draft Network. Not a sponsored bit, by the way. I
1: legitimately pay for that service and love it. Yep, 100%. Same. I do, too. Um, And I believe... that This is where I wish we were sponsored, because I do believe they just released their completely revamped uh, Mock Draft Simulator. And honestly, it is much better than it was last year. It's
0: pretty good
1: for personal use. I just it doesn't
0: look. There's a lot of
1: information on it.
0: There's a lot going on, and yeah, I I didn't want to have to deal with it as far as streaming purposes go. Exactly. But uh, for personal use, it is the best one on the market. So I feel like I'm kind of stalling a bit right now, waiting for Bug to get in here. Uh, At the same time we could just go ahead and get started without him and say, fuck it. And we'll bring him in whenever he decides to show up. (laughs) I mean, at the very least, let's go ahead and flip the coin. Yes. So you called it last time. Yep. I'm going to let you call it again this time.
1: No, no, you call it, you call it. No,
0: no, it's your, it's your call. I'm the home team. I'm the one to pull up the screen. I could have rigged you, this somehow. You you don't know. You know what? I'm I kidding, have a
1: solution. But... Ben, who has heads? Who has tails? Ooh, heads. Doug I... has heads. Okay. Is that what I heard?
0: Yes. Okay. I wish I was getting heads. Don't. Hit it me. is tails. Tug wins, and Tug gets the choice yet again, second straight mock draft of getting the choice. Do tails you want never the fails, number one man. overall pick?
1: You know do you what, want man? To pick number two. I I want to change it up this week because I want to get a different mock draft out there. So I'm actually going to turn around and I'm going to take evens today.
0: Okay. All right. So Bug already knows the rules. Obviously, we don't just only talk during live streaming. Wait, wait. You've seen the rules before? You guys have talked to me about this before? We're friends? (laughs) (laughs) I sure hope so. (laughs) We see each other
1: enough anyway True. Uh, I almost said something I'm not going to put it in my private chat
0: and you can join that private chat if you hop on the discord which Tug will read you the link later but uh anyway yes uh, roughly five minutes per pick obviously I already started because I'm stalling and dragging this out, because I have the number one pick and it feels good. I like making people wait for it. Uh, just like the NFL does, the first round is unreasonably long. Bug hates it. We're going to be live streaming it, though, because it's worth it every year. God, uh, somebody
1: would wish us luck next week. Or the, uh, <laughs> not next week, the week after. <laughs>
0: yeah, you get tired after like five minutes of the, of the show. The five-hour show is going to be brutal for you
1: got he work on that stamina, boy. Good.
0: <laughs> hey, that that made <laughs> me great. that added to the quality of the stream last year. <laughs> anyway, I have the Panthers here. We all know it's going to be a quarterback. Uh, the conversation is all around whether it's going to be C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. I kind of assumed for a while there it was going to be C.J. Stroud. Seems like. Vegas also assumed that, based on all the conversations around that. At this point, from the conversations, more so sounds like the Panthers were considering CJ Stroud may be available to them at number nine or some wild shit. Like, I have no idea what's happening to the top of this quarterback class, other than the fact that Bryce Young is the best playmaking option out there, and probably should be number one overall pick. Um, like, yes, C.J. Stroud is a better, pure passer. And I will defend that stance forever. Even if Bryce Young works and C.J. Stroud doesn't in the league. Yeah. But uh, Bryce Young is a, a complete difference maker. Which the Panthers really do need. They haven't had that in, I don't know, since prime Cam Newton. I'm not saying that Bryce Young is that,
1: but... <laughs> oh, 2015 Cam Newton.
0: <clears throat> Before you get started here, Tug, though, I do want to say I kind of want to propose a trade here. All right. If you're interested. Uh,
1: I mean, so you... so based on what I'm hearing in the news, the Texans are also heart set on Bryce Young, and if he's not there, they will look to trade this pick away. They have many more needs right now. Yep, than just, I was going to say the same thing than just quarterback. So, yes, go ahead and make your offer. And, Bug, just to reiterate, you are negotiating on behalf of the Texans at this time. Yeah. I kind of want to
0: offer with the Tennessee Titans out of number 11 here. Um If we were to okay. look at that option, I don't know if that's like a thing that, PFF thinks should happen, but I'm going to make a scenario here for us. Um, I want that number two pick to get my quarterback in the future. I don't believe in Malik Willis. I'm willing to offer, obviously, number 11 this year, kind of a no-brainer. It's a quarterback. I got to give up my first rounder next year. I will give you a second rounder in 2025. And a third in 2024. It's getting, it's getting a little far out. I would be looking more like a, uh, you won't get a quarterback anyway because nobody really believes in Ryan Tannehill. I don't even b- believe in Ryan Tannehill, but he's a hell of a lot better than we got, and he's a hell of a lot more of a bridge guy than I want if I think I can get my team back into a good position between this draft and then potentially next draft. Ryan Tannehill is also not going to take this team and turn them into world beaters, but he's going to make it a lot better. So instead of a, third, instead of a second or the third, or how about two first Tannehill and you go get your, your rookie quarterbacks you want this year? I am hundred percent in on that. You can have Ryan Tannehill on the on the Houston Texans. Hundred percent down for that, and we're going to force the trade because and I, don't know I think like it. But
1: <laughs> I do think
0: legitimately though that getting getting a bridge quarterback like a Ryan Tannehill because if it works out. Awesome, because then they're in an even better position when next year they draft likely Drake May if he continues uh, yep. his trajectory right now. Or who's the other big junior this Caleb past Williams. season? Caleb Williams. That's right, Heisman winner, right? Yeah. If if Ryan Tannehill is serviceable enough and you don't think you're going to be super competitive even adding either one of those two guys next year, then you have a, a good veteran quarterback who knows this shit that... Williams or Drake may can sit behind. I think it's a great, uh, a great position for Houston to put themselves in. Frankly, I am kind of surprised you agreed to do this by the way, because we are in the same division and I know that'll get called out. Uh, if, if the Texans really want to allow the Titans to potentially get their franchise quarterback in the next 15 years, I am down with that. If I'm the Titans, <laughs> see, but that's the other thing I'm looking at too. The Titans have gotten rid of all their wide receiver depth, so their passing True. game is really starting from scratch. Derrick Henry, he's only got—he's been their offense. He's maybe got two years left, I think. Right. I mean, he's—he's he's a big body, so he's more durable than the average NFL quarterback. But this ain't—this ain't it. And I think the division as a whole will just get better. You know, high tide rises all boats, right? Yep. And if. Ryan Tannehill's off the books. That certainly speeds up the rebuild, even though I am giving up a first-rounder next year. So we're going to force that trade. And now it goes back to Tug with the Tennessee Titans.
1: Yep, so before I make my pick, the only thing I will say is if I was negotiating with that, uh, Ben, I love adding in Tannehill. I was thinking about that myself. The only thing I would have asked for is including a second this year, and that is 100% based off of what the Bears traded. Uh, it was almost identical what Doug offered you, just not this year's second. Uh, and I would have given that to, to you step. too, but you didn't yeah. ask for it. <laughs> That's
2: got, the only difference that would have. I mixed my
0: brain with all the years. I need to be like <laughs> writing this shit down. Well, the Bears, the, did, the Bears did get a 23 first rounder, obviously a 24 first rounder, a 25 second rounder, or
1: something. And a 20, he, they got a 23 second and DJ Moore. On top of I that. think the I think yeah. the
0: problem is too the Texans don't have a ton of bargaining power because everybody knows if Bryce Young's off the board they want to trade true. back anyway. That's true, but I mean, if everybody they don't also get the knows offer, you're trading up for a quarterback,
1: right? Yeah. At least right. in theory, we'll see what Tug does here. <laughs> yeah, in theory, we're we're just gonna go ahead and we're gonna take CJ Stroud.
2: Yeah,
0: and I, I would I just got to say too having. Stroud and then Malik Willis on that roster. There's two guys that play a very similar style that's only going to help your team out significantly in the long run because you have a, a backup that can come in and do the exact same thing. You don't have to change the offense any. Well, you would have a CJ Stroud who you would want to develop into more of a Malik Willis type because yes. he is certainly capable of that, just hasn't done that enough. And he did it against Georgia, and it was fucking amazing. So... <laughs> But now I had three with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I am willing to listen to offers if anyone wants to trade up for, for something here. I also have something in mind. So it would have to be a pretty decent offer. I know exactly where they should go, but I'm not drafting.
1: Yes. Yes, you I, are not. I don't <laughs> see a team that's going to, with CJ shout off the board, I don't see a team that's going to jump to three, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on this right now.
0: Okay. A couple of things important to clarify before I make this pick because I think it's going to surprise a whole lot of people. Uh, first of all, that tells you right there it's not Will Anderson Jr. Um, he has a couple of issues that people aren't talking enough about simply because he has like 35 sacks in the last two seasons in the SEC, which is incredible. However, you cannot draft based off of collegiate production. It never translates one-to-one. It is impossible to make it translate one-to-one. The talent level around him will be different. The talent level he's going against will be different. The scheme will be different. The things you look for are the, The measurables, the intangibles. Will Anderson Jr. has a tendency to draw penalties, and he is small for the position. He is awesome, and he will be a high draft pick. I'm not taking him number three. I'm also not taking Jalen Carter. He is the best player in this class. I am also as terrified of drafting him at any position anywhere because there is some off-the-field shit I am concerned about. That leaves two options in my mind, and I'll tell you who I'm not going with here is Tyree Wilson. He has all the traits you're looking for without as much production as Will Anderson Jr. Uh, Also a different position. Will Anderson is more of an outside linebacker. Tyree Wilson is definitely that defensive end type edge rusher. I'm going to go with a corner here, which the Cardinals haven't had a good corner since Patrick Peterson. And wouldn't it be awesome to get a legitimate solid starting cornerback out in Arizona who could actually shut down some teams out in the NFC West. I'm going to take Devin Witherspoon at number three overall.
1: Wow. Um, yeah, that's that's what I have to add there.
0: Uh, <laughs> and now the Colts can take quarterback if they want to.
1: <laughs> they can. The issue is. What you got? What you got? This is for your analysis, too.
0: Doesn't that make Devin Witherspoon the highest-drafted defensive back in the history of the NFL? No. No. Really? No, Jeff McCruder was number three overall, wasn't he? I mean... Actually, I think he
1: might have been number two, actually. (laughs) Uh,
0: Fucking last year, we had LSU to the Texans at, like, two or three.
1: Uh, LSU what's, what's to the so- <laughs> LSU to Texans. Yeah, um,
0: cornerback at LSU. Yeah, I know who you're team. talking
1: about. He didn't play in 21. Um, Derek Stingley Jr. Yes. I, Holy crap, I remember the name and Doug didn't. <laughs> he would All not
0: right. be the highest defensive back taken ever. He would, might be ride the highest player out of there. Illinois ever, but...
1: <laughs> Doug, can you can you filter me to the quarterbacks?
0: Sure. Oh, you want Tanner McKee up here?
1: No. Give me a sec here. <laughs> Look, maybe this is me. I'm I don't think that either Will Levis or Anthony Richardson are the right fit mm. for the Colts right now. But what I do think is
0: I don't know, man. That that Jalen Hurts offense coming over would be really fun with Anthony Richardson. I'm sorry. I'm adding too much personality to my analysis.
1: I almost want to say I'd be willing to trade back into the late 10s to the middle of the first if anybody's got an offer here.
0: Sure. Uh, I'm interested in moving up with the Raiders.
1: <laughs> okay yeah no that that fits in what with kind of what I was, was thinking thing?
0: oh wow it's already on the Raiders uh, I would I would give you obviously number seven of course Um, a first runner next year I don't really have a player to give you, um, but I don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo to stay healthy for me, even if right, I with deal. You're going to swap me? You're going to swap me and give me a first next year? I'm going to take that all day. Okay. Two picks? Absolutely. Done deal. All right. Fair enough.
1: So the reason I was willing to trade back there is I'm looking at the Colts offense. I think what they need, they do need a quarterback, don't get me wrong. I'm looking to get one that's a little bit more in my range. I don't want to overdraft. Uh, granted, they might be willing to overdraft a quarterback here. And I think what you were thinking, what you tried try to convey with me, is the Raiders are going to go Will Levis here at four. And I get that. Um, but I'm looking to get more in the range of a, an offensive tackle. Uh, that they they also desperately need specifically on the uh on the right side. So I'm not going to draft a right tackle at number four overall. It doesn't make sense. But I'm trying to back up to get in that range. But yeah, I think actually, ooh, ooh, you know what? Yes, yeah, hundred percent. The there's Raiders a, have no problem with off-the-field issues. They never have there's
0: a, there's a great culture fit at the top of this board. Yeah,
1: there is. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take Jalen Carter uh, over to the to the Raiders.
0: <laughs> I respect it. And the Seahawks are officially on the clock. <laughs> yes. Wow. Um, that that was your reasoning. That's who <laughs>
2: All right. Look, Slurries I was more focused on terrible. where I wanted to
1: get the Colts. And then, no, that looks like a move the Raiders would make. We're going to send two firsts and get Jalen Carter. Like,
0: And then, I would, he ends up I being would hope the Raiders really would be a little weary of
1: driving issues. Oh, oh, no! Uh,
0: You know, off the field driving issues, like I don't
1: know. No, I mean,
0: any any team would be is going to be salivating if he drops whoever, like whether Indianapolis trades back or not, getting Jalen Carter at four later is incredible value. Yep. (laughs) The Seahawks here, um. I have options. (laughs) Yes. I truly do have all but four options Uh, on the board. This is a conundrum for me. If anyone wants to step in and offer some shit.
1: I don't know. There's...
2: I got nothing for you.
1: There's a couple guys there I would really like if I were were the Seahawks. You actually just passed one of them and the other one's right at the top. They have a massive needed edge.
0: I know. I know, and I was trying not to, but I'm going to go Tyree Wilson. There you go. Uh, The same kind of thing. So the Seahawks are very, very big on size now that's a great way to say that but will anderson jr is a little bit short and light for the edge position tyree wilson is not he is also a freakishly long individual like arm length is insane uh the seahawks loves drafting that kind of guy yep he just He fits, and he might legitimately be the best edge-rushing prospect in this class, even though Will Anderson Jr. has the production. I know it sounds crazy. Collegiate production does not translate.
1: Yep. Now,
0: with the Lions, I'm thinking the exact
1: opposite, not because I have the option between the two, but because you took one and I'm going to take the other. Um, that's how the lines are going to go here, and also Will Anderson really does fit the culture that they're building up there in Detroit with uh, PC Principal Dan Campbell as the coach. Uh, yeah, I think this makes a lot of sense. They need that edge rusher opposite side. So here, here's the other thing with this: they just drafted drafted uh, Aiden Hutchinson last year. He's on the the right side of the offense, right? So he's on that that strong side of the defense. You're putting Will Anderson, another young speedy dude, on the opposite side. Have fun with that. I think Will Anderson makes a lot of sense here right now because he doesn't need to be the biggest, baddest guy out there.
0: Yeah, it's kind of terrifying, actually. Like, yeah. I would be scared to play the Lions. Uh, good luck, Bears. Anyway, Colts are back on the clock.
1: Glad I don't have to make this decision. I disagree with you
0: entirely. Uh, I fully expect them to take a quarterback. What do they have? Shane Buchel? I mean, Come on. You're, you're give, not wrong. Give me Anthony Richardson. I can't believe I got to trade down and still get my pick at quarterback there. That's crazy.
1: Uh, the Atlanta Falcons are kicking themselves because the top corner and the top edge are off the board, but they still have the number two corner. I really like this year. Uh, Doug, go ahead and give me Christian Gonzalez, a massive need for them, that starting corner that we're talking about. Um, huh. Key fit for him.
0: And with the Bears, I'm gonna go Will Levis. No, uh, <laughs> Ben might have just left the show midstream, just like,
1: nope, I'm done.
0: <laughs> I actually think Bears have talked about it. It's been reported by insiders they're looking to trade back, assuming Jalen Carter isn't there. They think he's the only player that they want to take at the number nine spot, and he very realistically come on draft day be available for them.
1: Oh, my God, I'm I didn't looking realize down. we the Texans back-to-back picks. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes, we did. I'm looking down at number 19. Yeah. I see a I team with a need. actually to the same thing. And I'm with you. I see a third-year quarterback that they clearly don't have any faith in. And I see Baker Mayfield, who's kind of on his last chance. I also see Will Levis still available, and if you want to take that flyer at number nine, Hendon Hooker. But I think the Bears, it's been rumored that they're in talks with two teams, and I could very easily see that being Tampa Bay.
1: There's been a lot but of I think smoke the Bears would be picking up the phone and Will Levis.
0: Here. Yeah, I think the Bears would pick up the phone here and say, hey, you can get your mm-hmm. quarterback, but we need your first and second this year. So since you initiated it as the Bears, it comes to me, it's an odd team at nineteen. So I am the Buccaneers here. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely want that number nine pick, first of all. Um I can mm-hmm. give you a one this year. I can give you my three this year, and I can give you a three next year to start us off.
2: Hmm.
0: Watch you just hang up right now. just like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I know that's yeah, I enough. know. We'll give you, I'll give you a two I know next it's year instead well. the rumors. A one, a three this year, and a two next year. year. I could see them going there. Right? I could see that. It sounds like they're looking for more of a two this year, but already starting to build up next year's second round as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. I will say though, looking, you know, we're looking at kind of traditional models here. Uh, we've talked about it several times on this show. With COVID, the second round this year is still incredibly deep, and next year might be where we see true. it start to taper off. That's true. I I would take that. Will Chicago? Would Chicago actually take that? I'm not, I'm not sure. But since I'm not part of the Bears organization, I'm going to take it here. All right, force the trade. Tampa Bay Buccaneers just moved all the way up 10 spots from 19 to 9. And the Bears potentially got better next year in the process. That's that's interesting. So, at number 9, we're going to do some fun shit. Because uh, I actually don't think Will Levis goes in the top 10. And I don't think Hennon Hooker goes in the top 20. just uh, where I'm at personally. I don't think Hennon do, Hooker should
1: go in the top 20.
0: I do see a very real possibility Hennon Hooker is a first-round pick. I don't even like that. But, um, yeah, I'm not going Will Levis here. There is a good possibility that the Buccaneers go offensive tackle at 9 if they were to trade up here. Um, they only have one tackle. The problem with doing that right now for me is I was able to keep number 50. Me, personally, one minute it might come down to the board and Tug doesn't like whoever's left at tackle at number 50. But I personally like some of those guys who are probably going to be available in that range at the tackle position. So... I'm going to go off the deep end here. I'm going to do it. They traded up for B. Oh,
1: no. You just threw the entire.
0: Tuck through in here. Tuck through in here. Try and get Devin White. And the thought crossed my mind because I know he's on the outs with the Buccaneers management right now as far as getting his new contract done. And, Tug, I'm doing this so you can collect yourself and get ready for your next big. Yeah. But look at what the Bears did in free agency between TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds. Do they really need to add another inside linebacker in Devin? Right. That's true. That's true, and you're not getting any younger by getting him at this point, right? Right.
1: You're still going to need
0: a draft inside linebacker to really solidify the position for the long term. Yeah, I don't know if that's the right trade for him. I don't know if he'd want to go there anyway.
1: Uh, I was just thinking of a way to kind of save... Like Linebackers, of I think, do
0: games. want to go to Chicago, though. Yeah. I um, mean, that's true. Purely for the history of it, but... You're not going to like, oh, yeah. win this year.
1: Doug, I feel like Sorry. you played me. I feel I like think I did me Because... Because here's the deal. You know how much I like Bijan here, and I've told you plenty of times I have him at 10 with the Eagles. Yeah. Um, and it makes sense there, uh, because yeah. I also normally go <laughs> offensive tackle with the uh, with the Bears. But yeah. before I make my final decision, I think I know where I'm going. Can you show me defensive interior?
0: Sure. That is possible.
1: Ch- Cool. Um, Yeah, I'm not going here. I just want to make sure that those guys are going to be there later. uh, Where I am going to go. We'll see. Yeah, they might be. But what I am going to do is I'm going to go ahead and this. I'm going to go Miles Murphy to the Eagles. And John Clemson.
0: All right. Quite a bit higher than most people have him anymore. Interesting. I don't hate it. Definitely understand the position.
1: He is the third edge off my board on on my third edge on my board, which is why I'm going there.
0: Okay. He would not be the third edge on my board. Why? Anymore. Why would you draft running back to the Eagles?
1: That's like their only need. They they have five on the roster. Who's good, though? You're at number 10. You're coming off a Super Bowl appearance and you get the chance at a potentially generational running back. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking a shot. On a on a running back that is a legit top 10 talent.
0: I also love that. I tried to say this was going to be somewhat realistic and then we just did all this shit.
1: <laughs> all right, let's. <laughs> we we said the trades were going to make it fun.
0: Yes. Yes, we did. If nothing else, fun will be had. All right. The Houston Texans just got Ryan Tannehill in a trade with the Titans. Also got some extra picks. Um going defense with this purely because of that. Um, I don't even know if they're going to draft receiver at all. Like they might just load up on the defensive side of the ball and just roll the dice next year. It would be my plan for this. We'll see what you do next pick, Tug. I am going with Lucas Van Ness at number 11.
1: I like it. All right. Look, I know we just said...
0: It would be nice to
1: see them have a, a decent edge rusher again. Yeah. you're You're not wrong. But... I'm sitting here and I'm kind of shocked um, because the Titans straight out of two because they want Bryce Young – or not the Titans, the Texans straight out of two because they want Bryce Young. He's not there. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're here, and all of a sudden they still have Will Levis on the board. Do they go there? I don't know. I do like them at 12, and I – Man, I want to give them a tackle here, but they really need a right tackle, not a left tackle. Like, and that is a big scheme difference. I don't know if they need tackle at all.
0: Interior offensive line, yes. They're thin at
1: that position as well. No.
0: Unless one of their centers can move over to right guard.
1: But this is also about the right time in the draft that you start seeing this happening. Go ahead and give me Quentin Johnston. Uh, This is actually right around where I normally pick him anyway. But give me Quentin Johnston to the Texans this time.
0: All right. Easiest pick of my life, Peter Skoronsky to the Jets. They're ecstatic. They're not going to wait any possible moment for anyone to suggest a trade. They are jumping all over that shit.
1: No, 100%.
0: Um, the well, ESPN will wait nine minutes. The Jets, oh won. yeah, right. The yeah, the pick, pick will begin, be and we'll just have to sit there.
1: All right, <laughs> all right. Just holding our ankles. Ooh, the Patriots,
0: Patriots go? Will Levis? That's for sure.
1: <laughs> You're an no, agent of actually, chaos right now. Actually, where I do think the Patriots go here, I like this fit. It's a need for the Patriots. I'm going to
0: call you real quick. I'll listen. As the Minnesota Vikings. And see if you're interested.
1: I will listen to an offer.
0: Okay. With the Minnesota Vikings, I want number 14. I'm going to obviously give you number 23. I can give you a second as well.
1: I see what the Vikings are going to do here. I hope I'm on the same brave wavelength, wavelength as you if Ben accepts this or not.
0: What are you thinking, Bug? What is it? <clears throat> 14 for 23 and 87? hmm like We are talking about the podcast. mad sciences himself. So. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> Billy, Billy Blue Ball I don't think- loves it straight down.
1: I don't think we even need to
0: force. I think we could probably offer this trade and it will get taken. I don't think we even need to force it.
1: I mean, the bar is full
0: green. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think this is very likely. Minnesota also always loves to move. They're famous for not moving fast enough and losing a pick because they were trying to trade back one year. So, yeah, I'm good. I think this is a good trade. All right. Minnesota Vikings jump up to number 14 here. And it's still tough to pick, so there you go. This is is
1: very (laughs) interesting here, because there's two ways I can go here. Did the Vikings just jump the Packers to get that second outside receiver and take JSN off the board? Or did they go because they're seeing Will Levis at 14 going, Kirk Cousins, Will Levis. Right. I know if I'm the Packers, I'm shitting myself right now, because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what I would be actively worried about but the fit here you get a gift falling into your lap you gave up your second round pick it's a tough one yeah I'd, I'd probably go with with us here it's the only reason you're giving up that much to yes sir to jump yes sir in the I, post, I originally saw that as, oh sights. my god <laughs> All I know is I saw that and went, oh, God, he's (laughs) jumping the Packers for JSN because he knows I like picking him in this range. And I was tempted. I'm not going to lie. That would also be a very Vikings move.
0: (laughs) This is all over the place right now. Oh, man. Uh, With the Green Bay (laughs) Packers here at number 15, uh, first thing, I am 1,000% never in my life taking a wide receiver. Fuck that. Because why would you? You're the Green Bay Packers. so many more needs (laughs) on this team that wide receiver is the furthest thing from my mind. I am, as the Green Bay Packers, I am the very old school opinion that receivers don't matter. Deadly squat. Get me a couple of big dudes in the trenches. Get me a quarterback who can make anybody look good. And I'll figure out the rest. So, as the Green Bay Packers and the way this ball this this board has fallen, that was a combination of board and fall this this ball has fallen um I'm pretty ecstatic to be taking Paris Johnson at number fifteen here, which yep. is something that no one yep. has ever talked about and I think would make actually a lot of sense based on how this roster is looking right now. Uh, I don't really know if I trust Bakhtiari to come back and be legitimately great. I I don't either, and looking through their depth here, they have plenty of tackles. I don't trust any of them, though.
1: And Bakhtiari's yeah. been
0: on the decline as it is.
1: Either and you're going to
0: have an older Aaron Rodgers who's not really... in it, or you're going to have Jordan Love, and both of those guys need protection. And if you do find two tackles you're comfortable with, Paris Johnson has experience playing at guard. He was very good at guard. And you could certainly use some help on that offensive line somewhere. Plug in Paris Johnson at some position on your offensive line, and it will be improved, which I know Aaron Rodgers doesn't really get sacked. He's also fantastic at throwing the ball away. He's great at avoiding some bullshit contact and getting the refs on his side when he takes incidental contact. So it never happens. I don't think you're going to get that kind of love anymore with Jordan Love. Uh,
2: yeah. I,
0: anyway, <laughs> the commanders are on the clock. So... There are a whole lot of options. Yeah, for I'm I'm this not picking crazy. up the
1: phone here. I'm going to let it ring, and I'm going to go Broderick Jones out of Georgia.
0: Ooh, all right. Cool. I like Broderick Jones a lot. I will throw this out here, too. <coughs> I don't know how much faith they really have in Sam Howe, just because of how much they jump back and forth, even once Wait. he kind of got in last season.
1: I think if Will Levis falls to them, they go Will Levis, no question. But they just got to jump. I don't know that they
0: would move up for
1: him. No, exactly. It's a, I will let him come to me, but if he doesn't fall there, so be it.
0: And I think that's probably a good stance for them to take anyway. Uh, Especially with Eric the Enemy there. It's not like Sam Howell was awful. Maybe the enemy's going to work his magic and turn him into a fantastic quarterback in the league. Yeah. My there he is. Nice Tanner and McKee. quiet now. Pittsburgh. You, Dude, there's so you many joke. options of where you this can is, go with Pittsburgh. This is kind of the same situation as Washington. I don't think... They dislike Kenny Pickett, but I also don't think that they're completely sold on him. And I think it's not for serious. the same reasons as Sam Howell, but more just, yeah, more just what has Kenny Pickett really done to wow them? And their are other options, Mitch Trubisky. So they absolutely don't have a backup, but you're not drafting a backup quarterback in the first round, even at no. 17. Surprisingly, I I did not expect this, obviously, with taking Devin Witherspoon at number three. Uh, The rest of the defensive backs have fallen.
1: Like, I have three
0: options here at defensive back, which I probably do consider to be the Steelers one of their biggest needs, at minimum. I don't know if it is their biggest need, but it certainly is one of them.
1: I would say outside corner is safety, not so much.
0: I agree. Here's the thing. As much as some people really like Joey Porter Jr. and as much as the fit is very fun, I don't think he is worth this pick at number 17. I'm going to go with the better athlete and probably the better corner overall in Deontay Banks here. I know that will piss off some folks, but Deontay Banks is better, and I'm... If I'm the Steelers at 17, I'm surprised that he fell to me. Yeah. Which brings the lines back on the clock. So you already took Will Anderson Jr. at number six for the vast majority of this draft cycle of fucking steel and a half for that. Yep. You also have plenty of other needs as well. <laughs> and, and I definitely a lot. have
1: a chance here. Definitely have a chance here to close one. I'm just looking to see where I want to go with it. Yeah. Okay, so I have two options I really like here. Um again, I'm thinking build that defense. Um I like Elijah Kansi. I also like Brian Brisey, uh, Brzee, who is still on the board as well. Mm-hmm. The question is, who do I like more in this situation? That comes down to a scheme fit. Yes. Um. The Lions, if I'm not mistaken, run a true 4-3. They run a more classic 4-3 defense. Which I think to support that would be Brian Brissy sitting there defensive tackle for you on the inside.
0: I agree he has a better scheme fit.
1: Uh, I also really like Brian Brucey. I know. That's kind of, I am not gonna lie, I kinda of pulled up your, your tier list and was when I was making that decision. I
0: this isn't I think you like probably new... slides in pretty good at nose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nose tackle yeah. Position for him. I don't think this is like a fresh take or anything, but I think it is legitimate. We give a pass to so many guys every single year for random bullshit that just happens. And everyone's like hating on Brian Brzee for this past season, like awful production. Of course. He only played like three games. He had a weird kidney disease that's since been fixed, and his sister fucking died. He wasn't going to play well this past season. Yeah,
1: Go was... back a
0: year and watch him be so fucking dominant for Clemson. Yeah, You're getting a great player. I don't expect his sister to die again. I'm willing to take that chance.
1: God damn it, Tug! <laughs> 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 Dude!
0: Just being real. I don't know. I you know what? I I think you're right. I'm willing to agree with you on that.
1: What if he has another sister?
0: <laughs> well she what well, she still uh, won't die twice. I'm I'm certainly praying for her. Anyway, right. the Chicago Bears are finally on the clock. They used to be at number one, then they were at number nine, and now they're at number 19. Adding a couple of picks in the process and DJ Moore, who is going to be awesome for you. I'm not taking a wide receiver here, even though there are some really great options available at that kind of position. Uh, Kalijah Cansey, honestly, does some of the things that you were looking for in Jalen Carter. The problem is. He's not as big as Jalen Carter. And so he is unable to physically do those things immediately in the NFL. Um, we will see what college Kansi turns into. There's definitely a lot of potential there. I also think corner is probably one of the stronger positions on the Bears roster. I'm not going. Yeah, I don't. Here. I don't get. Uh, I'm really not going defensive back at all. I'm going to go with my personal draft crush at the moment, who is still available. I'm going with Nolan Smith. Give you a great edge rusher with legitimate top 10, top five attributes. He tore his pec couldn't finish the season at Georgia. Outside of that, so dominant as an edge rusher. He he runs sub 4-4. Like He can line up at outside linebacker or defensive end. He has done both. He is really good at both. You're getting a great defensive player at number
1: 19. Yep. About I,
0: the best you can hope for. Absolutely, and I don't care what side of the ball it is. I want to see them go offense over defense. I want to see them get somebody on the line. Offense, defense, does not matter to me. The only acceptable thing other than that would be wide receiver. But I, I agree with you. I don't know that they do that right here. And I don't mind rolling with the wide receiver core that they have right now. They're top three guys I would take on pretty much any roster in the league and be fine with them being my top three guys. The depth is thin, uh, but what I find even more interesting is Kevin Jenkins has been reported that he is switching to guard. That means Alex Leatherwood looks like he'll be sliding into that right tackle starting right tackle spot. Tackle, I think, is still very much in need, but... Nobody's taken we've had what one offensive lineman taken so far? Maybe they're hedging their bets a little bit. No, we've had three. three. Skoronsky, Johnson, three. and Jones. I miss I miss Johnson getting taken. Yeah. I think with those three off caring. the board, I'm not going with uh I'm not going with my fourth option at offensive line at number nineteen when I have a guy i I would have considered it number nine. Also, before you make a pick here, Tug, I do want to pick up the phone and see if you're interested.
1: Before you do that, can you scroll up and show me who we drafted last time for the Hawks? Uh, that is This rare. is the worst part about this, is forgetting what we drafted. All right. Tyree Wilson. All right. Uh, if who you're are you calling me? Or
0: I am calling you with the New England
1: Patriots. Nope. Sorry. I'd be, and I'm be. i doing this based off team needs.
2: The okay. Patriots
1: are going to try and jump up into this place to take who I'm thinking the Seahawks are going to take. Just who I would have taken with the Patriots in the first place. Okay. Seahawks get this. They're building that defensive line. They're a little ecstatic that he fell to them here. It's not exactly who they wanted, uh, but they'll take it. I think they go Kalasha Canty.
0: I would have traded up and taken Jackson Smith and Jigba with the Patriots. Actually. Uh, like legitimately. What? I think here's, that'd be Here's your fun.
1: next chance.
0: Yeah. Uh, here's the Chargers. They do not go Jackson Smith and Jigba. They hate. They hate good things. Jeez. Um, what do I do with the Chargers?
1: I just saw something to be a very interesting fit and a need.
0: I'm sure you did. You know what I'm going to do with the Chargers? They What do they need more than anything? They need depth in the trenches. They get hurt in the trenches every single year. All of their starters go down with injury by week five, and they're fucked for the interior of the season the in, every single year. The problem is the tackles on the board don't really have interior flexibility. This is a reach for an interior offensive lineman
1: right now. Ooh. But if it's your man, you go get him. Well, I'm kind
0: of applying that same philosophy, just with a guy that I don't think anyone else would agree uh, should go at number 21 right now. Cole Strange. This is my guy. That was last year. I know. Who I really want to beef up my defensive line. I'm going at a Tommy Wadabare at number 21
1: overall. Alright. He
0: can, can play the edge, will in the Chargers scheme most likely be an interior defensive lineman and be a damn good one at that. He is an awesome athlete and I mean, look at their defensive line last year. Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack both went down. Yep. They had nothing. So, let me beef up that defensive front, and I might be able to stay competitive. We kind of all generally agree that the offense isn't a problem right now for the Chargers. Correct. Like, you can definitely do things to fix, to help that offense, but let's get a defense who can stop someone.
1: Please, like, stop the fucking nosebleed! Please, like do right. something. All right, um, if I'm the Ravens and this is probably why you tried to jump me with the Patriots, uh, I'm ecstatic right now because I'm on the make Lamar happy train. Uh, and how you make Lamar happy is you get him more weapons. OBJ is older, coming off an injury, should be okay. But outside of him, I have Rashad Bateman. Yeah, let's go ahead and add Jackson Smith and Jigba at 22.
0: Yeah, it seemed too obvious to me, too. Sure. Who who else are you going to have play the slot? Nelson Aguilar? Come on. He's 107 years old, too. Definitely an option.
1: <laughs> make make <laughs> Lamar happy. That should be the Ravens' entire offseason plan right now. Make Lamar great again.
0: <laughs> That's the plan oh up in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, Nelson Aguilar's going to be 30 this season. He's old as dirt. Yeah. now the Patriots uh, there are a couple of really good options here I am going to go with what I would think is their biggest position of need at the moment which is offensive line <laughs> I am going to give them the one of the better pure left tackles in this entire class, the Anton Harrison here at number 23
1: I thought this would have been very interesting. I didn't say anything. But Darnell Washington would have been a very interesting fit in Bill Belichick's offensive scheme.
0: Yeah, and they do like to overdraft tight end a little bit, like over, and they, they just go do whatever they feel like. They don't give a shit what anyone else cares about these players. So everything's on the table when it comes to the Patriots. We could have scrolled down and found that wide receiver coming out of Hampton. Who is that guy? I forget his name. God damn it. Here we go. Yep, now. Just think about it while I'm looking. Think of uh, Bonds, number 23 of the Patriots, for sure. What, Lock what it a up.
1: name. What a name.
0: <laughs> JadaKiss Wasn't that a, a rapper back in yes. the 90s, 2000s? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Probably named after him.
1: So, if I'm the Jaguars here, I'm thinking I don't know if I am out of range for a decent offensive tackle, a decent edge. There's always going to be some on the board. I just don't know. I don't want to reach here when there's other needs I have on top. The question is do I want to block or do I want to catch? And I'm going to go ahead and say they don't want to make that decision. So they're going to do with the best of both worlds. I think they go Michael Mayer here. They did franchise tag Evan Ingram.
0: That doesn't mean should. I'm with you. They need a tight end.
1: I, I And again, I was thinking, <laughs> hey, do I want Dalton Kincaid or Darnell Washington? Or do I want somebody who can do both? And at this point, with where everything. the Jacks are at, they want somebody yeah. that can do both.
0: I'm with you. And I was thinking, too, they might have been in a prime position to try and trade up. But at the same time, I can't pinpoint something that they would want so badly that they would trade up. Because I think this team is probably two years ahead of where they realistically thought they would be, especially after the whole Urban Meyer debacle. Correct.
1: They're they're in a place now where they're probably, I would say, three to five seasons out from being contenders if they continue to build the right way. There's no reason to rush that window right now.
0: I have two guys guys that I really want. So if somebody wants to trade up with me, I'm willing to do so because I have multiple players that I'm willing to take here. Let's see.
1: For the record. The issue is two of my picks are... Actually, you know what? Yeah, let's go ahead. I'll trade up with the Bengals here.
0: Okay. All right. What we, what we offering?
1: Uh, Obviously, I'll offer you number twenty-eight, and I would give you this trade is lopsided. (laughs) Uh, scroll down. I will also throw in there. Yeah, right where you're at. 2024,
0: round three. That's I see the nod, of, the nod of approval from Bug. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right so I think the Giants are in a similar position, too. I think they've got to kind of just "quote unquote" run the ball this season with Daniel Jones again. It it seems yeah. like he's taking steps in the direction that he is the quarterback of the future for the New York Football Giants. He's certainly better than he was last year. Let's pump the brakes on being the quarterback of the future.
1: He's the quarterback <laughs> of now.
0: He's the quarterback. They want him have. to be. They want him to be. <laughs> He just might be. And it's gonna be very hard for them to trade up into a position to get a solid, sought after quarterback season. Probably. It's still the Giants. They could completely fuck it up. As good as the NFC East was yeah. this year, I fully expect them to have five teams or all four teams below five hundred this year. So I I kind of understand who you were trading up. In order for the Bengals to be able to get here, but it is still my pick and I'm not yep. taking Dalton Kincaid. That's fair.
1: Uh, I'll explain do... why I was thinking that's a good fit here when it gets oh, to I, the Epic I Boys. Agree that it's a good yeah. fit.
0: And actually I've kind of I've done that before. I've mocked Dalton Kincaid to the Bengals quite a bit. Like that is a good fit and it is a need. I will explain also, why
1: I was going with that trade specifically where it was too. Okay.
0: But in the scenario, I'm taking Joey Porter junior. Yep. He fell it's to twenty five. I'm willing to yep. I'm willing to trade up for that. And honestly, and I if think you the Giants hadn't traded up with upset. the Bengals. If you hadn't traded up with the Bengals, I would have suggested even trading up with the Steelers out of number thirty two. Yep. Um Go ahead, Bo. I'd be a little upset if I'm the Giants, too, that that's who gets taken because I was kind of thinking that might have been a good spot or a good guy for the Giants to take here as well. In my mind, both of the guys I was thinking for the Giants are still on the board. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> what well, is your pick, talk with Cowboys.
1: Yeah, so if I'm the Cowboys here, interior defensive line. We're already breaking into well into that tier three. I don't want to reach for it. I'm still ahead of schedule for interior offensive linemen. But I just lost Dalton Schultz. Mm -hmm. I had the fear that maybe i just got to jump for Dalton Kincaid. No. And that receiving tight end fits their scheme. So I actually do think Dalton Kincaid to the Cowboys is a good fit here as well.
0: Okay. Still very happy if I'm the Giants personally. Yep. How I see things. (laughs) this trade worked out very well. Uh, with the Buffalo Bills, I mean, it's, it's right in front of you. You have to. They, Brian Branch would be a godsend for this team. They need everything in the back
1: seven. Back seven.
0: The back, however many. <laughs>
1: The way they play the back seven. <laughs> sure.
0: I can put seven back. Uh, Passing offenses now. Yeah. It depends on how you count the linebackers, I guess. Uh, but they need especially a little when bit you of in that you, Especially when you factor in that you probably just lost one. Right. I mean. Right. And you, be real, you legitimately DeMar don't Hamlin have That's probably not even playing. With, right? Even if Damar Hamlin comes back on the field, which he is trying to do you know, rooting for him. If he's able to do that, that's incredible. Even if he comes back, you still need depth at basically every position at defensive back. Brian Branch is a guy who can do Mm -hmm. pretty much everything at defensive back. Uh it there is a legitimate argument that Brian Branch is a top ten player in this entire class. There are two issues that will drive his value down in his size. And he is too versatile for his own good. If that makes sense, which normally versatility is a fantastic thing. The problem you're going to run into with a brand branch, he is good at corner. He is good at safety. He is great when you give him his own role and let him just do whatever the hell he wants to. Uh, I don't know many teams that will be open to that kind of a scheme, but the bills can certainly work with him and get him up to that level at either safety or corner, wherever they need him right now, he would be an awesome nickel corner. Just a kind of let him loose position anyway. Yep. So I'm definitely going to Brian branch here and yeah, the, the size be damned. He's exactly what the doctor ordered for me.
1: And if I'm the Giants, I would be pissed on the giants. (laughs) You'd be pissed. I mean, I still see something I'm willing to go with in the first round. Yeah. Um, If you scroll down and look at that, stop right there. I have Daniel Jones. You're right. I am limited in what I can do at quarterback in terms of throwing the ball. The least I can do is give him some options. Yeah. Now the issue I run into is do I go for the option with the production? Or do I go because these are these two are very much similar size, similar athleticism. Where do I go from here? Safe I, plays a
0: lot faster than Jordan Addison.
1: And I think I think that's what they're gonna go for. I think they want the speed on that offense. That's kind of what they've been building. Change okay. of pace in the passing game. Um And what I mean by that is Saquon is a great running back. Saquon's not the fastest running back on the field. So it's different when you can dump a pass off on a slant and it goes 70 yards. um, As they change the pace to a 10-yard run. I think that's possible. I do like Zay Flowers there. uh, But I think the name carries a little more weight, especially when you're playing in a big city like New York, where they're going to love you or hate you on day one. I think Jordan Addison is going to be the going to be a pick to to keep the fans happy as well and he's not much slower. So I'm going to go Jordan Addison here at 28 and again I think in terms of wide receivers that's a steal for the Giants.
0: I agree with you that was my second option outside <laughs> of Brian Branch
1: as the Giants. Well, that's why we trade. That's why we trade it down, right? To let somebody else make the decision for me. Right.
0: Who? Gosh, this would be an interesting trade up spot for a couple of different teams. Uh, anyway, <laughs> as the Saints here at twenty nine, I need a bunch of stuff. I need a bunch of stuff for the Saints. I'm getting older. Practically everywhere. My draft picks at Edge really haven't worked out all that well for me recently. Uh, The only position I feel truly solid on is center, which... Fuck BFF, I guess. Um, good, (laughs) Good start. Like, they had a center already, and then they drafted a center to play at guard and just be a backup center sometimes, too. Like, they're fine at center. Also, Michael Thomas, assuming he plays, and Chris Olave kinda have the same role. It's a good once you punch. It it kind of feels more like a one one punch. <laughs> I don't know yeah. you're really getting yeah. anything yeah. different between the guys. So I'm going to go with Zay Flowers here simply because it is a speed deep threat that you don't have. And you just signed Derek Carr to a ton of money. At least get something interesting going on. Back to the Eagles. And at number 10, as a reminder, did go Miles Murphy. That's right. So, got the the classic defensive lineman off. uh, I
1: have somebody I really want to take here for him. Because Fletcher Cox ain't getting younger. And there's a dude on the board that fits that exact mold. The issue is, he's got the the off-the-field stuff. This is in the range where he's been going in mock drafts. You can see it here. Hmm. But do the Eagles want to deal with the off-the-field stuff? And honestly, I think they do because they have at least one more year of Fletcher Cox. And what you're, you're getting for yourself in terms of future future proofing, I, I think is, is just undeniable. He, sitting here at 30, I think they go Mazai Smith. Mazzie. Mozzie, you're welcome for mispronouncing it.
2: From that Michigan, would
0: be wild. That would be wild to me for them to go two defensive linemen in the first round here. I also do kind of understand where they're coming, where you're coming from with that, because they had to pick up two defensive tackles mid season because they're getting older and they need rotational yeah. pieces. They drafted Jordan Davis everyone else on that roster on that defensive line is like 34 plus. So I kind of get it.
1: (laughs) Now, and and the question might be like, Hey, you were willing to go running back at 10. Why aren't you willing to go running back at 30? That's going to be the question you bring up. Doug, can you show us the running backs real quick? Sure. Maybe there you go. So these guys are all good, but look at their ADP. I'm playing the game that one of these top three will fall to me at 60. Um, they need. I still think that running back is their biggest unfulfilled need on the board. But I'm willing to take this risk in this moment to go lock down the future of my defense.
0: Yeah. I feel it. What the fuck do I do with the Chiefs? Holy shit!
1: Uh, <laughs> oh Last man. time we gave them Zay Flowers because he fell.
0: Yeah, I'm not going receiver. There's no receiver to me that makes any sense right now. Like Josh Downs is getting some love occasionally, but he's what five foot nine. I'm not really trying oh. to throw another short Tyreek. guy in the mix here. Hey, he's not Tyreek Fast.
1: No, he's not.
0: Um, Speaking of Tyreek, could you get a corner, I guess. <laughs> I don't know that one. A lot. Yeah, a lot of this team's coming back. Safety? Man, I mean, yeah, safety might be an easy. Is there anybody at safety they could go after? Yeah, Deion Bush really is like going to be in your fucking rotation. That's not good.
1: Who do they have in their I... rotation?
0: Deion Bush.
1: At least it's not Marcus Sorensen anymore. Daniel Sorensen. <sighs> yeah, close enough.
0: He didn't deserve to have his real. First he, game. he does. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. It's about what he deserves anyway. Um Ooh. they run a four or three, don't they? Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. With uh, is it Chris Jones and
0: It is Chris Jones, I don't know the
1: other one. Frank. I wanna say Frank.
0: George Carloftis.
1: Nope. George Carloftis is a defensive. Yeah.
0: Yeah, is if it's Frank Clark, who's listed at the top.
1: Okay, yeah, it was Frank Clark. Okay, it was Frank Clark for a
2: minute.
0: I think I don't remember what happened to Frank Clark. He's somewhere, but anyway,
1: had off the field issues.
0: I'm certainly willing to go edge rusher here, and there are a couple of really solid ones. I'm just wondering if that's truly the biggest need. At, at some point, you just have to take who's available. One minute.
1: I will say, to just to help you out here, they do need a right tackle, and they need one desperately.
0: I do think this is kind of a best available form right here, though, if we're being completely honest. Yeah, they need a right tackle, but do you, yep. you, you want it? Do you want Darnell Wright to be your right tackle? <clears> I don't. <throat> I kind of agree with you. I'm going best available to me. Best available right now is Felix and Adikasoma
1: out of Kansas State. I I also don't think that Darnell Wright is the best right tackle in the draft. There's another right tackle that was on the board, pure right tackle that I would have gone with.
0: I absolutely agree. But we will find out where that
1: player goes <laughs> Next
0: time on. Whoever we're talking about. Next time on BDT Mock Draft 3.0 Part 2. <laughs> so, yeah. Actually, next week we're going to set this round up exactly the same as before. As we just did it. And
1: build off of it.
0: Go into rounds 2 and 3. Coin flip. At the start of round two, coin flip at the, round, the start of round three, determine which of us goes first or second. Uh, Bug can still interject with trades and stuff. We'll still be involved in the negotiations. And it sounds like we didn't even really come close to being overtime at any point.
1: Uh, other than no. with the Chiefs, there I kind of, I kind of waffled a bit. We had two one minute still calls in the entire draft, which is a a good sign.
0: Not too bad, uh. But we won't get that luxury next week. We do have to be a little bit faster. Only get three minutes or so. Uh, kind of, you know, if if there's a trade negotiation going on, kind of a pause it deal. But you know, roughly three minutes a pick. So we'll we'll will be back. This has been an insane mock draft, for the record. I don't know that I I don't buy any of this bullshit happening. But it's, no, I it's, buy the first two fun. picks. Actually, all right. The best way to think about mock drafts. This is a great opportunity for us to discuss the prospects, how good we think they are, and to talk about the teams and what they need and what they might be willing to do. It's a combination of both, to the best of our understanding of both situations. This is not going to be a one-to-one prediction of who gets taken number two, number three, number four. That's impossible, truly
1: all the experts always get it wrong
0: we we certainly made some wild funky trades uh you might see a couple next week as well even though we're getting rounds two and three that's a little bit less likely in real life fuck it we might just go for it who knows uh and there are a lot of good players still on the board as you would know if you had stuck with us through our prospect preview series you can find all of those episodes same location you listen to this uh unless you're watching us live which first of all thank you so much for doing that but yes. we're also on youtube and you can find us wherever you've listened to your podcasts all of those episodes are up as well we went through every single conference and talked about all the dudes who might end up get dra- getting drafted talk about like 300-ish prospects of course there will be like 70 people we didn't name who get drafted because fuck us. but Hopefully not
1: 70 because that's (laughs) like two-thirds of our draft or seven-ninths of our draft.
0: We will find out. (laughs) Anyway, I think that kind of does it for me. I'll hand it over to Tug if you want to.
1: Before I do what you guys want me to do, does PFF have the compensatory picks in its database?
0: Yes, they do. Which Whoa. means we will be seeing every single team in the NFL have at minimum one draft pick. Actually, at minimum two draft picks because the Browns even have a compensatory. Um, so we will see the 49ers, their only picks in the first three rounds are three compensatory picks. They're all here. We will <laughs> We will see every single team get at least two players out of this mock draft 3.0. uh Unless we trade out of it for some weird bullshit, we'll figure out some way. Have never actually seen a up.
1: compensatory traded? That's interesting.
0: We have. We have seen okay. compensatory picks get traded. Uh Not like, I don't know if they haven't paid attention if that's happened during the draft, but they've definitely been included <laughs> in trades before. Fair I remember enough. that rule change. That Rule change is actually relatively recent. That compensatory yeah. fix can be
1: traded. But anyway,
0: <laughs> we'll be back next week with more mock drafts.
1: <laughs> uh, you guys want me to do the thing, don't you?
0: Yep. Please.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, our links are scrolling below, but I will read them for you in case you're listening uh, and not watching us. So you have patreon.com slash BETFootball, twitter.com slash BETFootball. Facebook.com slash BT football, Instagram.com slash BT underscore football, BDT football.com, mailbox at bdtfootball.com, youtube.com slash at big dudes in the trenches, and no Doug, I love you, but I am not reading the Discord link. It'll be it. linked in the description below. Damn it.
0: <laughs> Disappointed in you.
1: <laughs> okay, so hold on. Part of that is because of the way Discord links work. They're different links. Mm-hmm. They're all permanent links, though, so that's good.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, If you say so. Sure.
1: I do. In fact, I do.
0: I'm sure you do. You did. I don't know if you still say it. I do. It sounds like you're being pretty quiet right now, actually, not still saying it. Hey, so yesterday, I accidentally gave my wife a glue stick instead of the chapstick. She hasn't talked to me since. I'm sure you're very happy about that situation.
1: I would say, Mm. I'm going to tell her you said that, but there's also the off chance that she's watching us right now and she already knows and doesn't care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which is probably likely that she wouldn't care. She would also probably very much enjoy turning that around and gluing your lips together.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all the time (laughs) we have on the show today. Thank you for watching and or listening. And just remember, you can't win a game.